0: Hey, what's up? It's Jennifer Sudo. This episode is an interview with Chris Delgado. He's the CEO of a big marketing agency in which he works with people like Grant Cardone and Kylie Jenner. Quinn and Chris talk about personal branding, influencer marketing, and networking. Enjoy the episode and leave a review. All right, hey guys, and welcome to the
1: nouveau riche
0: podcast so chris delgado how we doing man
1: good brother good
0: love it love it give me uh for the listeners out there give me a little introduction of uh, what you do we are
1: yeah so um so currently i am a consultant on marketing and sales for about seven different companies um a lot of those companies people are very 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 familiar with uh fit tea happy tea where we just did a collaboration with kylie jenner yeah, it's lovely. the uh is the first uh cbd drink that a major celebrity has indoors mm-hmm. um i am partnered in a in a company called goat marketing and with diego vargas and so that, those are just a couple of my partners and um and yeah man i'm just out there trying to help you know young entrepreneurs like yourself and other people that are listening um oh, yeah. you know build a build a sustainable business
0: mm-hmm. i love that super cool man What's uh, what? What got you into that? Like the the from from where you were to uh, to where you are today? The, the standard question, but I, I love those stories.
1: No, yeah, honest, honestly, um, I literally started scrubbing toilets, cleaning tables at a fast food restaurant in LA called <laughs> In n Out Burger. So, not sure if you're familiar with that. I know it is. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I actually, what got me into where I'm at today is I worked I worked my ass off at In and Out. Went to the corporate office learned uh you know got a background in events and in marketing and then from there my career kind of took off um where i was getting noticed by people like grant cardone and that's kind of where you know where i stepped out into my own after grant um not not too many people know this but i oversaw the 10x growth conference um the whole production of the event marketing strategy and that was kind of like my pinnacle exit into my own business where now i consult for different companies
0: Mm. That way, dope man, love that. That's cool. That's a, that's a cool story. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. What 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 differentiates you from the from the people who, who try to do the, the whole thing, the marketing thing? To what what you're doing? You like the the, you have your own marketing firm. You're working with these these companies. What different you from the people who, who don't succeed in that?
1: Because I've actually done it, dude. <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> because uh, no, the biggest the biggest difference is I've been input it I've been put in many different situations. And right now, what you're seeing is you're seeing a rise of people having minimal success in a very specific niche, as far as like drop shipping or, um, or online marketing or affiliate marketing. like they're, they're having minimal success in that area, and making a, you, know, making a couple bucks from it. If the, what, why people listen to me and why, why each of my clients pays me multiple when I see multiple six figures and all up front, um, is because I've done corporate marketing. I've done entrepreneur marketing, I've done product marketing, I've done services marketing, um, and I've been successful in each one. And I know what, what components take. So some, when someone gives me a product, I know exactly what strategy needs to get put in place to get a result. When someone wants to launch their personal brand or their coaching, I know what steps that need to be taken to build that up. And so that's why, you know, that's why people pay me. Um, is because I've, I've done multiple facets of that stuff and been successful in each. And you gotta, you gotta look at it. I'm a little different than what's out there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I've had 10 years of doing this stuff. Um, a lot, you know, and they say, uh, you know, you gotta master something in 10,000 hours. I, I have 18,000 hours. It's almost double the amount of doing this for a very, very long time. And, uh, that's why you know all these clients pay me up front, and and you know and I'm there to help them. Not only there to help them, but even you know, I'm not one of those people where you need to pay me five thousand dollars to get an hour of my time. Um, I'll give you an hour of my time, but if you want me to do service for you, then we can work out a deal.
0: Mm-hmm, that's cool. All
1: right.
0: Love that. <laughs> no, that. No, that's cool man. So give me like the the, the step by step from from way back to to the eighteen thousand hours you you worked. Like, what are some some things in that that got you where you are because the, the, the skill set you developed along the way. That's, that, that's crazy. So what, what are some, some things or courses or books or whatever that got you to, to where you are? I,
1: I mean, yeah, you know, you know, books, the books, I feel like books guide you in, you know, in a way and they give you a, a nice solid knowledge. Um, but what honestly got me to where I am today is I, and I completely invested in myself. So I would, I would drive 80 miles to work one way and then I would go do things after work. I would network. I would meet people. Uh, the staple, the staple center, which is AG, was a big client of mine when I was with in and out burger. I would go, I would go take time out of my day to go meet these people. And sometimes I was broke. Sometimes I didn't have money to put in my gas. I'd put it on the credit card, drive down there, meet these people, build a relationship with these, these people that I knew that could change my life. And I just did that over and over and over and over again for ten plus years. And the problem right now is you have young entrepreneurs in the space that meet someone for the first time, and then they you know pretend to give a little value, mm-hmm. and then they want to immediately transact. I didn't transact with any of my people for ten years,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I invested it, I invested into that relationship over and over and over again to where now, when I go to someone and say, "Hey, for my For a year my services is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and they pay up front, which multiple actually not multiple all of my clients have done um, it's, a, it's a, you have a little more leverage than you know and, and i'm not I, and I, you know i'm not bank i'm not trying to talk shit about young entrepreneurship. I love the fire and I love the direction they're going but
2: mm-hmm.
1: if they understood that you know if they just practice and took investments in relationships and didn't try to go from knowledge to monetization so far, they would make 10 times more money than they are now.
0: Mm-hmm. Where, where do you think the, the, like the fine line in that is? When when do you think it's okay to, to monetize your, your, your knowledge and your connections?
1: I think when you've done it multiple, multiple, multiple times. I've been in three different companies and I've been successful in all three and I consult mm-hmm. for seven different companies and all seven of those companies are doing very, very well now. Mm-hmm. So, right now you have people that do online marketing, they, they hit one streak and then they're like, all right, I'm an expert in this. And I, and I told this to, to a young kid named Bova, um, who, who's done fairly well dropshipping. And I said, you know, you, you do it once. Great. Like, like congratulations, you're figuring it out. But when you do it 10 times and you're successful, all those 10 times, that means you have a strategy. That means you have uh, SOPs. That means you you understand where the market's at, and you're successful in those measures. That's when you can monetize your knowledge because you understand there's steps that you're there's systematic steps that you're taking to get that success. Mm-hmm. And right now, kids have you know minimal success, and they go to monetization. And it and it's also the difference between knowledge and wisdom.
2: Mm-hmm. To be
1: like you like you said like, you know you're reading books, you're gaining knowledge. But why people pay me so much is because I have wisdom. I have practicality in what I'm actually doing. I've done it. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that's the hugest difference. You, you, you have minimal success. You have the knowledge of what it takes to be successful in that niche.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you've done it once.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've done it a hundred different times in a hundred different scenarios. And it's complete, it is a completely different skill set. Mm-hmm. But that's what it takes Definitely. to do that.
0: Yeah, that's crazy man like the the market floated with people like one one hit success and yeah it's it's the it's thing it's cool but it's interesting that's that's for sure like uh you you're starting out in marketing with your with your own um uh, own firm i know from from another podcast you you worked in the, in the corporate route and I, like like a lot of a lot of years down you you eventually um start your own firm like getting your first clients how did how did that work for you because that's that's an interesting
1: part. All <laughs> It all came for me. So like people want to want to talk about personal branding, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's kind of like the hot word. I hear everyone say, you need a personal brand, you need a personal brand. Mm-hmm. Well, back, back in the day, it was called reputation or it was called skill set. Mm-hmm. And so over the last 10 years, I have built a reputation and a skill set that is very unique to the market. And so like gaining my first client wasn't hard. I was on a yacht in Miami at an event. This is why I'm, I'm a big proponent of going to events and meeting people.
2: Love it, yeah. it
1: was a it was like a VIP party on a yacht and I was talking to to uh Diego Vargas and I was just like, "Hey dude, you know, if I was in your situation, this is what I would do because I've done it. Mm-hmm. I would do XYZ, that would give you this outcome, that would that would generate this amount of revenue for your company, and you do this, this and this." And he was my first business partner with go Marketing. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess you can say that was my first client. Um, but I was giving him practical knowledge or practical wisdom and what I was doing with Grant Cardone, what I was doing with Tom Ferry, what I was doing with In-N-Out mm-hmm. and saying, Hey, you want to scale this agency? This is what you should do. This is what you should look for. This is how you should market and message yourself. And right. that's, you know, he took that knowledge and he asked me to come on board. So it wasn't, it wasn't a hard sell. And that's, that's, you know, people like David Meltzer, people like Gary Vee. And the reason they don't have to sell is because people are seeing them actually do it. And that was my biggest thing. I oversaw the 10X, yeah, I oversaw the 10X Growth Con. This event was in Miami. So they saw my billboards everywhere. They're like, who's doing the marketing for this? All my billboards are all over uh, Miami.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, it, wasn't a hard, it wasn't a hard sell. It's like, you want to you see the practicality of my work. We just bought out Marlins Park. We have 40 plus billboards all around Miami. We have over 30,000 tickets sold. I think I know how to do my job. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of like the inflood, And all, all seven clients came at once. Once, you know, once I partnered with Go Marketing, then I, then I partnered with Fit Tea, then I partnered with Happy Tea, then I partnered with Luxury World Traveler. And just, just started compounding all those clients. Um, and each client, you know, they need d- different things in their business that I help them with.
0: Of course, yeah. Do you think there's like a big difference between the like the five thousand dollar clients and the, the five hundred thousand dollar clients, or is that just just easier once it goes up?
1: Yeah, I think it's just easier because you know um, you, that same five thousand dollar client mm-hmm. um, it has the same objections as a five hundred thousand dollar client, and that one objection is if I hire you, is it gonna work?
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and so if you under one, if you understand that, but two. If you have things you can lean against, you know, which is why, which is why I tell these young kids, like, digital marketing is great, but uh, have a skill set. Like, understand how sales works. Understand different marketing components. You know, people say traditional marketing is dead. No, dude, it's not. Like, email marketing, billboard advertising, uh, radio. These are all brand building concepts that you can leverage that are cheap. To your advantage to build a successful brand, um, how many how many online brands right now do you hear on the radio? Not look. You don't. Mm. But radio. What do you What do you do when you get in your car? You turn on the radio, right? You listen to music.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that and that's that's the problem with digital marketing is they think that they can run just Facebook ads and Google AdWords and LinkedIn ads and all this stuff and chatbots and make a sale and you can. And there's a lot of businesses successful because of that. But if you understood traditional marketing and the brands, you know, Coca-Cola was built off traditional marketing and not Facebook ads, you would, you, would, you would empower a brand so much more than just running an ad or a, con- or a content piece on Instagram.
0: Mm, yeah, you see that. Well, this is Coca-Cola is like the, the, the most well-known brand in the world and they have like 3 million Instagram followers or something like that. So that's a thing. Yeah. Cool. There you go what are some some more like common mistakes in uh in in branding and in building your 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 what if it's your personal brand or your your business brand or whatever i
1: would i would say the biggest mistake is monetization Mm -hmm. people go people people build a small name for themselves a very small name in a very small circle and they try to monetize that so fast like Mm -hmm. so fast within within a year and and that's that's the biggest difference between knowledge and wisdom is wisdom is applied knowledge and practice that has made you money. And, you know, people read a book or people, you know, sign up for the free Facebook blueprint and they're like, okay, I can run ads now. But you've Mm -hmm. never scaled a company through Facebook.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You've never, you know, had a return on ad spend on anything. So, and you're calling yourself an expert. And that's that's the whole thing is like, I feel like there's too many gurus in the space, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: not enough people willing to learn. And I'm learning. I'm learning. I learn every day. I learn, you know, from people above me. I saw you had Andy Dayton Carter on the show not too long ago. He's a really good friend of mine. I learned from him in marketing and in real estate. And that's the problem is people, you know, these young entrepreneurs have minimal success and they want to be the expert in their space. It's like, it's like the race to the moon. You know, everyone wants to be, everyone wants to be Russia to the moon. And it's like, it, you know so okay so we so we beat you to the moon but they're over there building out their military mm. so like you know build out your military build out your arsenal your war chest of skills that you can bring to the marketplace and solve problems and then you can get to the moon that much faster and that's exactly what I did mm. i spent I- instead of going on instagram and 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 trying to build this online persona that didn't exist i spent 10 years putting my head down in the trenches building my skill set to where when i was ready to go to the moon each client I went to and expressed what I've done, showed them results, showed them everything I've done. They handed me a check up front. They're like, there you go. We're doing it. You know? And a lot of those, a lot of those, a lot of my clients, I'm now business partners in. I, you know, I own a percentage of their company now. So it's not just a check anymore. It's like we're partners. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's what I'm trying to tell these young entrepreneurs is take your time, invest in yourself. Don't buy the, you know, don't buy the Lamborghini. Don't buy the Rolex. Don't buy, you know, the, the Gucci slips and the Cartier bracelets, invest in yourself, invest in those relationships. Dude, the last three months, I spent $40,000 just traveling, meeting people. That's all I did. I don't have a Lambo. I don't have, I could have, I could have went and bought uh, a nice Mercedes cash, mm-hmm. but I make more money now because I took $40,000 of my own money and traveled and met people. And now my name is even bigger now I'm you know just right. got done speaking at an event this past weekend i s sp- I'm speaking at four more events, and I would rather have that than than you know a piece of shit car that's that's sitting outside and just resting away
2: <laughs>
0: right no, yeah that's,
1: that's,
0: <laughs> love that okay. let me give me like the, the step by step if you were like my my age if you were like sixteen again what would you what would you do like building that building your brand monetizing that when when would you do it like in the like like say it gives you 10 years to to build it to a million dollar brand or something.
1: so so first i would take whatever money that you have uh 10 grand 100 grand 250 grand whatever it might be mm-hmm. um if you're a young entrepreneur in digital marketing and drop shipping and whatever it might be and i would just travel the world and meet power players i would pay to be in the room i would go to an events and buy the vip ticket to sit next to david Meltzer or the $4,000 to go to Gary Vee's 4D Digital Deep Dive. I would pay thousands and thousands of dollars mm-hmm. to build yourself up around these people. And, right. and young entrepreneurs always love to use the cliches. You know, the five people you surround yourself with is, you know, your network. Your network is your net worth. If, the, if you believe in that statement, then spend the money to get around the Gary V. Spend the money to get around the David Maltzers, Spend the money to get around the Andy Dane Carters or the Tom Ferries of the world or the Grant Cardone's and all those people and meet these people because you can. Like You can go to an event they're speaking at, buy a $1,000 ticket and sit front row or have lunch or dinner with them. Right. And so, so the focus shouldn't be the Gucci slips and the private jets you know, the focus should be, how do I build myself? Mm. So that if you're young, you know, if you're in your position, that's, I would do that for at least a year, just do it for a year and see the dramatic change in your business. Mm -hmm. Because now you have all these contacts. So you're in podcasting, or you're in digital marketing, you have this Rolodex of contacts now that you can now sell your services to. Right. People don't people don't think about that. So instead of going from monetization really fast, mm. spend a year investing in yourself. And instead of having two people now you can bring on clients, you have a thousand different people that you can potentially sell to, or a thousand different people you can have on your podcast. And that's gonna that's gonna David Maltzer talks about this, that's compound interest in your business. And so you spent a year trying to get, you know, building those relationships between those people. And you've compounded onto all those relationships so if you want a top 10 podcast and it, you know and normally it's going to take you five years well you spent a year doing it now it's only going to take you two because mm-hmm. you have the manpower now behind it
0: right that way let's do all right like, like that, no that's a good that's a good point when you um when you do that when you get in the room with these people tomorrow uh, coincidence tomorrow i have dave mutter on the show how do I keep that relationship going? Like I, I, I talk with him for 20 minutes. How do I keep it going to monetize it at the back end and having having him from, for advice and everything? The
1: the biggest thing is you're young, mm-hmm. which means which means you have an advantage over him. Mm-hmm. You have these these people in your inner circle are around your age. Mm-hmm. And so you can leverage your network to push more people to David Melzer, which is of huge value.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: to be in consistent contact, say you know, you can, you can go two ways. Hey, David, how, how much, how, you know, what value can I, can I bring you, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, where are you struggling in your podcast? You know, is it guests? Is it, you know, connecting with a young audience? Is it my audience, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, if you're trying to reach that younger generation, that's me, you're speaking to me and I can bring more people to your podcast, to you, to your events, to all that. um, So you can talk to my generation. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the biggest thing, especially David Meltzer. He's trying to impact a thousand, uh, a billion people. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And um, knowing that you have an in into that generation that he's trying to impact, I would leverage that and bring more people to listen to his podcast, bring more people on his show um, that are going to, that are going to help him fulfill his mission rather than like, Hey, here's a hundred thousand dollars, you know, um, coach me, coach, coach me. It's like, you bring that's so much value that you can bring to that to, to David that I'm sure he'd he'd appreciate it. Right.
0: Yeah. That's no, yeah, that's a cool thing. I've 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 been doing this podcast for like eight months or something, and the relationships I've built, it's it's, it's funny, but keeping that going, that's a that's a good point. So yeah, I love that. Point. Cool. I want to talk um, the, the 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 big moves, the obvious move you make on on social media with 50 Kylie Jenner. What what goes into that, bro? Because that's that's, <laughs> that's, cool. that's cool. I love. It that's dope
1: <laughs> um You know what? That um, that is, you know, all credit you know credits due where it's where it's supposed to be, and that's you know, Michael Gonzalez. Just he's a, he's why you know I, I love being his friend. I love being a, a partner in business with him
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, because he takes the advice of what everyone's saying and applies it to himself. Mm-hmm. So to get Kylie Jenner to endorse your brand, especially CBD brand he went all in on himself you know he betted against himself and um and that's exactly what it takes um it's a huge dollar amount to obviously have her endorse your brand and he's paid the kardashians millions of dollars um but it's it's all to further himself as a businessman it's you know they're american royalty basically and and um it's just he's taking it to the extreme so Mm -hmm. These young these young entrepreneurs, they won't go spend $500 on an event ticket. They'll try to get them for free. They'll try to leverage, you know, a friend that they know or something like that. Spend the money. That's the biggest thing. Spend right. the money. So you want someone like Kylie Jenner representing your brand? Guess what? You have to write the check.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, and more and more young entrepreneurs are realizing that. Um, Diego Vargas, same thing. He wanted, you know, he wanted someone... Who had the experience on his team which is why he wrote me the check mm-hmm. um, it, it's the same concept and that's the I think that's the problem that's the that's the mindset problem with these young entrepreneurs they're, they're successful but they don't want to pay anyone because they think that they hold all the information and they don't right and it's like you know you're learning from David Meltzer. David Melzer has experience that's what that's where you're learning from you're learning from his experience right so if you can understand that, um, you're, you're going to have dramatic growth because you're going you're gonna to be paying for experience and not just someone who had minimal success. So Ky- Kylie Jenner endorsing Happy Tea was huge for a brand. Uh, Michael's literally in New York right now doing a bunch of TV interviews. But the core concept of how he made that happen was he doubled down and he invested in himself into his business and, he, you know, he, dri- he drives a nice car, he drives a Tesla, um, but he, he, de- he, didn't, he didn't have the need to go buy a, a $500,000 vehicle or a million dollar home or all these things that these, these young entrepreneurs are doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He took that success, that money that he made, and he paid someone that would further himself. And, it, and it's, he's proven it over and over and over again. And he's creating, you know, there's all this activity around his company. You know and i'm just grateful to be a part of it
0: no oh, yeah that's that's cool man playing at that level like a million dollar for for a post that's <laughs> that's cool i'm i'm curious how that goes like you, you just hit them up and you're like hey this is the what i want i want this is the date or something or how does that go for kylie yeah
1: um we have direct contact with their with the family because they've endorsed like fit tea and fit shakes mm-hmm. and all these other products that um that we have launched. So. Um, there's, uh, there's a little less of the red tape, uh, when we come to them mm-hmm. rather than like someone who has to go through a broker and pay the broker and all that stuff. Right. Um, when you give a family millions and millions of dollars, they kind of loosen up the lines of communication. <laughs> that's
0: right. No, I love that. Cool, man. Love that. Let's talk, um, no, I, I want to keep it at the, at the, big thing that people know about, like the, the, uh, the growth gun. Let's talk about that. That's, that's, that's another cool thing. <laughs> that relationship how did how did that wind up like you you organizing that event
1: yeah so um so you know i met grant at an event here in miami and um we got to talking and i saw his vision and i wanted to be a part of it and so you know when grant brought me on board um i and i moved like you know just to show my dedication i moved from california I moved 3000 miles from california to miami mm-hmm. to be part of his team um it was a big, so you know, it wasn't always going to be in Miami. Um, it wasn't always Marlins Park, um, but I knew deep down inside, uh, Grant always wanted the growth kind of be back in Miami. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we started doing a little research, started reaching out to American Airlines Arena, to Hard Rock uh, Stadium, which is where the Dolphins play, and uh, in Miami Marlins. And so, uh, when Grant and I and the executive team went to go tour the facility. Um, it just, it was, it was just a dope, it's a dope facility. And so, um, you know, we decided there that that's where GrowthCon was going to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, you know, it was a huge undertaking. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like it was, it was definitely mentally, you know, uh, challenging to fill an arena or sorry, a stadium, 35,000 people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And where do you begin? But, Um, there was a team behind me. There's, you know, 40 people that made that event happen and just, and this is what I tell people, like people want to sell tickets to an event. The amount of content that we were producing for, to sell at that, that event was ridiculous. We're making three, four videos a day, consistently posting on social media, consistently running ads, taking out billboards, taking out radios, doing TV ads. And, you know, that was, you know, obviously that's the level it takes to get to 35,000 tickets. Mm -hmm. But when young entrepreneurs want to throw events and they want me to speak at them and they send me one image, um, that's not what it takes to sell an event. And and Grant realized that early, um, that it was going to take a hell of a lot more. And the team he had around him, the team I managed was, you know, their unbelievable skill set. And we, we were just pumping out content, you know, 10 X in your life, 10 X in your business, 10 X, 10 X in your money
2: mm-hmm.
1: and just creating messaging around that, that would fire, you know, fire people up and running, running deals and creating six different landing pages in a week and running traffic to all that stuff. So it, it was a lot, it was, it was a lot, um, you know, and, and it was an all hands on deck, but, um, it was a great experience. I'm forever grateful uh, to To not only work with Grant but oversee the 10x GrowthCon as um, no, as his so director cool. of global events. So yeah, it was a it was a great experience, and um, you know, there's a, there's more to the story, um, but it, you know, it's a little long for a podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. What what goes into like um, from from your perspective? Because I'm curious about that. Like, what goes into a, a good good like quality event? How how to not make that a fire fest? Like, how does that work? <laughs>
1: Um, I, one, I think it's messaging. I think a lot of people, a lot of people miss messaging. Like, what is your event about? You, you mm-hmm. want to throw an event? You want to do a networking thing? What, what is the goal? You know, and that was the biggest thing with GrowthCon was we knew the goal was for people, for other 10 Xers to meet 10 X, to meet other 10 Xers mm-hmm. and to have three concepts of, you know, 10 xing you know, you might be financially stable, mm-hmm. but is your, is your life stable or, you know, or is your business stable? Um, or your, your life may be stable, but do you need a, do you need uh, more income? So the biggest problem with events today is there's no messaging behind the event. It's basically come to, come to my event and it's the biggest and best event in the world. And you're going to learn everything you need underneath the sun and make a million dollars. That's not what people want to hear. People mm-hmm. want to hear like, okay, if I go there, can I make money? Can I do business? Are there important people going and people miss that mark? So, um, it, the, the biggest thing I would say is, and that, that goes into brand building a lot too, Mm -hmm. build the messaging around your event. What do you want people to take away from? And then create all the content, not just one piece of content. That's a problem. Create 10 different pieces of content, videos. Uh, Instagram ads, static images, speaker announcements. Create, you know, put full investment into into the that content and those assets, and you're going to be ten times more successful mm-hmm. than than someone who's just throwing a bunch of money into Facebook ads because there's no messaging behind it.
0: that mm-hmm. boy, interesting shit. Oh, I love that man.
1: Cool.
0: <laughs> you're doing some cool shit, bro. I love that. <laughs> love it. Like um uh the the, the Cardone relationship, I want to get him on my show. What you 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 work with him directly? What what do you think? Like, what 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 bait do I need to give him that that he, <laughs> that he goes into and, and get him on my show? Because I've been I've been trying, bro. He's the he's yeah. like a number one guest from for, for like eight months straight. What's the what's? The thing I
1: would about? I would say um provide him grants and numbers, guy. Mm-hmm. So provide him st- stats about your uh, your podcast. So um hey. I get X amount of downloads an episode. Mm. This is my demograph. They're all big followers of you. Um, it would be great to have you on my show and then, um, and then email that over to him. And, you know, I know he's looking to be on podcasts. Um, and you know, and he wants to connect to a younger generation. And I think that's, you know, a, a missing element where these podcasters miss is they don't send enough detail about themselves or their, what they're doing and their mission and how, how, much of an impact Grant would have on that, right. and that's what really fires up Grant.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely cool. Yeah. yeah, cool.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna act on it.
0: I love it. I love it.
1: Cool.
0: <laughs> let's uh, let's let's talk about this. Like, where where do you want to your personal brand and your your business, and where, 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 whatever you're working on, where where do you want to take this in the in the long run?
1: Honestly, I am. You know, just from speaking at events, there's a big mm-hmm. educational gap in the space that I want to fill as far as you have this minimal, you have this success, you know, you have these young entrepreneurs making six, five, $600,000, you know, in one thing and, and they don't know what to do with it. And I want them to look at my life. I want them to look at my experience to want them to look at my business partnerships and say, you know, this is the individual that can help me. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't, you know, I have my, my my relationships and my income established already mm-hmm. i don't need to. i don't need to charge these guys you know hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars even tens tens of thousands of dollars like some people do mm-hmm. um book an hour call with me book 30 minutes that's mm-hmm. going to cost you 250 250 bucks
2: mm-hmm.
1: and get the information not only the information but the relationships and mm-hmm. that's a an, that's another that's another thing like Inve- you invest in one relationship. So, say someone invests in, in a relationship with me,
2: mm-hmm. they're
1: going to get access to. They're going to get access to Michael. They're going to get access to Andy Dane Carter. They're going to get access to Diego Vargas. They're going to get access to a lot of different power players in our industry right. that they don't have. Casey Adams is a good friend of mine. A lot of people that they don't have access to, and that's the biggest thing. And that's where you need to invest your time. So that's where I'm trying to help these young entrepreneur kids whatever they're trying to do in their life and their business give them guidance and not take and not and not take thousands of dollars away from them. i'd rather them take ten thousand dollars and invest it and go on events mm-hmm. and meet people rather than they pay me ten grand to say hey you just need to have the right mindset mm-hmm. that would- no yeah. duh dude like <laughs> give me some pra- give me some practicality give me give me something that i can take away and that's that's the void I want to fill. I want to say hey this is the person you need to meet this is the this is the type of business they need and they're going to they're ready to write the check you just need to you know you just need to get your sales process in order you need to get your services in order you need to get your proposal in order and if you get those these those three things those SOPs standard operating procedures in place you're gonna make 10 times more money because you're going to come off as a real business person rather than like I'm a you know Gen Z, and I'm just kind of winging it right now.
2: No, mm-hmm.
1: so these are if you want to deal with business people, you need to have business practices, and that's what that's what's missing right now.
0: That's it. So uh, cool, love that man. Cool. What's um? Last, uh, last question for you. What's the, the the book that helped you? A little book. Uh, a book. A book. I want I want to talk books. A little book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, it was um it was Sell or Be Sold. Mm. I think, I think Grant Cardone's seller be sold book really changed my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really changed my perception of things right. because I, w- I was working for Grant when I read that book and um, how Grant breaks it down as far as if you're not selling yourself consistently, then you're being sold too. Mm-hmm. And I looked at things that happened in my life and different incomes that I made and different relationships that I had. And I said, all those times I was being sold too. I was being sold how much money I can make. I was being sold where I could do. I was being sold where I could work. And I looked at successes I had in my life. And every time I looked at the the success I had in my life, from going from a, a fast food restaurant into their corporate office and leading a team to into the number one real estate coaching company, traveling the world to then going and work, working for Grant Cardone and overseeing the world's largest business conference mm-hmm. where it took 34 years for Tony Robbins to get to 34,000 people. And it mm-hmm. took myself and my team six months to do, to do what Tony did in 34 years. is astounding. And I'm not saying that to brag, but I saw where I, where I had success is every time I put my head down and I was consistently selling myself and saying, I'm the best, I can do it. There's no one else, there's no one better. Mm-hmm. And my income was going up because of that. My skill set was going up, my relationships were going up. And when I read that and reflected on my life, that's exactly what I did January 1 or when I went to that event in December. Um, I was consistently saying, I'm the best, I'm the, and I am. I had a lot of experience to lean against but I was showing and telling people in my life completely changed Mm. from that moment, just applying what I learned from that book and what I consistently do. I just spoke at an event and I, um, I showed them everything that they need to do in marketing. And then I sold myself and said, these are the results from what I just taught you. These are the results that I'm getting live, live results. And, um, I got DMs. I got messages from people that want me to consult for them, that people are ready to send me $10,000 or people book a $500 hour phone call with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just can, it just can, it just changed my life because of that. And I, I think people read the book, but they don't really get the concept. They just say, Oh yeah, I read one of Grant's book. If you get the concept, salary be sold, it'll forever change your life. Mm-hmm. True. That.
0: Cool. Man. What are the, how, how do you do with this limiting beliefs? Like, going going back to that work like selling yourself like like saying like i'm 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 worth this shit. like hire me or use me for, for my consulting how, how did you do that? like overcoming that that not want to want to charge people money
1: so self-reflection mm-hmm. i i honestly i looked back and my whole life when i after i got done reading that book i i literally sat there and lo- and went through my whole life and was like when i Betted against myself when I went out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. and when I pushed myself, I succeeded every time. And I I did, I didn't anytime I took on something, I didn't fail at that. I Mm -hmm. won, and that was the biggest like light bulb click in my head was when I was in survival. I wouldn't say survival mode, but when I was ready to get down and fight. I won every single time so why am I not consistently doing that and so I think a lot of a lot of young entrepreneurs because of social media because of e-com because of all this stuff that they're doing mm-hmm. they don't take a minute to look back and say hey uh, you know at 16 17 18 I didn't really have this skill set I really didn't have this knowledge but when I first Opened up my Shopify store, or when I first made that motivational video, mm-hmm. and the and the butterflies and the anxiety and the excitement and the I hope this works. They don't re- they don't reflect on that, mm-hmm. and I think if they did more, if they went back and looked at themselves and were like they took a risk in something and it paid off, mm-hmm. they're gonna have bigger success. And that that was me. That's why. I, that's why I picked up from California where I'm born and raised and moved 3000 miles to Miami because I'm like, I'm betting against myself that I can do this. I'm betting against myself that I can be successful.
2: Mm. And
1: I remembered all the times I had butterflies and anxiety and excitement. And I don't know if this is going to work. Right. And I won in every single scenario. I was like, I'm just going to win. And I, and I came to Miami and I won even bigger and I got even bigger and I made more money. And um, that, I think that's what's missing right now in entrepreneurship is there's so much ego involved.
2: Mm-hmm. If,
1: they just, if, if these young entrepreneurs just took, back, took a step back and saw why they took the risk in the first place,
2: mm-hmm.
1: they're going to, they're gonna, one, be humbled. But two, they're going to establish key relationships that they've been holding themselves away from. Mm-hmm. And they're going to grow 10 times, which means their incomes going to grow.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. It's it's the whole entrepreneurship game. It's it's a big uh, mental 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 shift. Oh, bro. Hundred
1: percent. One hundred percent.
0: Where where can, where can the people find you?
1: Um. Honestly, con- connect with me on on Instagram. I'm uh. You know. I'm very active on my DMs. Um. It's at Mr. Mr. Chris Delgado. Uh. So at Mr. Mr. Chris Delgado. D E L G A D O. Uh. We'd love to talk to any of the guys. DM me any questions. Um, and I always do this on every podcast. Like I, you know, I do charge for zoom calls, um, usually 250 to 500, 500 bucks, depending if it's a half hour, half hour or a full hour. But, um, you know, any, whenever you publish this, um, anyone that has any questions, um, I'll give like a a two week free period where you have any questions, you want to hop on a zoom call, you want to do any of that, just hit me with the DM and I'd be more than happy to either connect you with someone or, or see where I can help you. Um, in, in your business, in your life, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, going back to, you know, the first part of the interview, the biggest difference between myself and I'm glad you brought it up, but the biggest difference between myself and what's out there right now is I've done this a lot, a lot of years,
2: mm-hmm. uh, you
1: know, and I've had success and I've had failures, you know, um, but I don't, I don't categorize myself as an expert because I'm continuously learning and mm-hmm. things are changing every single day, you know? And so I think you can learn more. I've never heard David Meltzer call himself an expert. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a, he always calls himself a student and he's learning. But people pay him thousands of dollars. And it's the same thing. I don't have the ego to say, yeah, I'm the expert. And I know it all, even though I've done some really cool shit in my life. Um, and that's a different individual rather than someone who goes on, on social media and says they know they know it all and you need to pay them thousands of dollars no screw that dude save your money go meet people expand your network all and right. you're gonna you're gonna be just fine
0: love it bro cool thanks for taking the time man you're you're cool dude you're humble dude love it
1: <laughs> i appreciate it brother about.
0: appreciate it man
1: thanks all for right. having me on man
0: well uh, we'll talk soon bro we'll keep in touch right? all right man
1: have a good day